praise you. Lord, we praise you for life. We praise you for health and strength. Please, Lord God. Oh, God. Lord, I pray that you touch Nathan, undergird for him, strengthen him in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Brother David Brock's kidneys are failing, so lift your hands and let's pray for David Brock. Our Father, in the name of Jesus, please, we pray for Brother Brock. We pray for the hand of the Lord to touch him. Heal him by your mighty power. We'll thank you for it in your holy name. Hallelujah. So, right it all works together for good so uh brother roger and sister brenda have two deaths in their family right now and uh so sister nadine uh, uh sister oida and you know phyllis was here sunday morning she was so uh, uh blessed to the lord she was so upset and worried about all of that and and she called uh when oida died there and and she said, the Lord has strengthened me yesterday, and I'm feeling good. And I know uh, my heart is sad, but she said, the Lord has helped me and strengthened me. So Brother Rogers got the graveside there for Oida. They brought her back from North Carolina. And so that'll be Saturday at 2 o'clock. So uh, then, uh, then Bernard, uh, Linda's husband, that's Brenda's sister, Linda's husband, Bernard Hooker, passed away and his funeral will be Sunday at 5 o'clock so we'll try to squeeze all that in between uh, three services here so anyhow turn with us to 2 Kings 21 and the Bible tells us in 2 Kings 21 1 Manasseh was 12 years old when he began to reign and he reigned 55 years in Jerusalem uh, and so that means he was 67 years old when he died. That wasn't old, was it? And the Bible said he did that which was evil in the sight of the Lord after the abominations of the heathen whom the Lord cast out before the children of Israel. And the Bible makes this statement that I want to take a thought from. For he built up again the high places which Hezekiah his father had destroyed and reared up altars for Baal, and he made a grove, and he worshipped uh, the host of heaven. And, uh, and the Bible said in verse 4, he built altars, and he, in the verse 5, he built altars for the host of heaven in the two courts of the house of the Lord. And, and he made his son pass through the fire. He observed times and enchantments, and, and he dealt with familiar spirits. And you notice that verse 6, and wizards, and he wrought much wickedness in the sight of the Lord to provoke him to anger. And he set a graven image in the grove. And he did all of those things. And, uh, and so the Bible tells us uh, that uh, he said, Solomon to David, and you look all this, and he, God said, I am going to judge this nation. And the Bible said, Manasseh, and verse 9, seduce them to do more evil 
Manasseh seduced them to do more evil than did the nations whom the Lord destroyed before the children of Israel. And the Lord spake by his servants the prophets, saying, Because Manasseh, king of Judah, hath done these abominations and have done wickedly above all. Did you hear that? He's done wickedly above all the Amorites, and, uh, and he's caused this idolatry. Therefore, thus saith the Lord God of Israel, Behold, I will bring such evil upon Jerusalem and Judah that whosoever heareth it, both his ears shall tingle. Have you ever had something so strikey that your ears would tingle? Amen. It feel like you're going to pass out. And he said, verse 13, I will stretch over Jerusalem the line of Samaria and the plummet of the house of Ahab. And I will wipe Jerusalem as a man wipeth a dish, wiping it, turning it upside down. And I will forsake the remnant of mine inheritance and deliver them into the hand of their enemies and they shall become a prey and a spoil to all their enemies because they have done that which was evil in my sight and have provoked me to anger since the day their fathers came forth out of Egypt even unto this day. The Bible said in verse 16, Manasseh shed innocent blood, innocent blood, very much, Insomuch he filled Jerusalem from one end to the other. Beside his sin, he made Judah to sin, doing evil in the sight of the Lord. What a horrible pronouncement that this man committed those evil, but he built again the things that Hezekiah, his father, had destroyed. And the Bible says in Galatians chapter 2, verse 18, and this is a very important scripture. If you want to mark this in your Bible, this is one of the most important scriptures in the Bible. And if you want to read it out loud with me, Galatians 2 and 18. For if I build again the things which I destroyed, I make myself a transgressor. Now that's a fearful thing. It's a fearful thing to think that you will build again the things that you once destroyed. And when you do that, the Bible said, I make myself a transgressor. It's a terrible thing, and I want to talk to you just a little while about I make myself a transgressor. Making yourself a transgressor. What a horrible thing to think that any person would make himself a transgressor. In, in Galatians, the second chapter, if you, if you back up there, uh, Peter uh, was come to Antioch, and, uh, and of course Paul withstood him to his face, and he said, and, and, you know, he's, uh, and so he, he, he came to the, to the Gentiles, and he wouldn't have anything to do with them. He separated him, himself from them, Boy, don't, don't it bother you when people act like they're so good they don't want to pollute themselves when they're around you? Yeah, are you hearing me? And uh, don't ever develop that holier-than-thou attitude. Please, I beg you, never develop a holier-than-thou attitude. What makes you holy? The blood of Jesus Christ. What makes me holy? The blood of Jesus Christ. And anything short of that won't work. And so you can, you know, and I, I, I believe in outward standards, all of, all of those things. But, and so 
And but the thing it is, uh, Peter called the Jews to dissemble like him, and the Bible said, and insomuch that Barnabas was carried away with their dissimulation. Are you hearing me? Barnabas was carried away with it, and so when he said, and he said, when I saw that they walked not uprightly according to the truth of the gospel, I said unto Peter before them all, If thou being a Jew livest after the manner of the Gentiles and not do as the Jews, why compellest thou the Gentiles to live as do the Jews? So you understand, they were trying to force uh, uh, the the uh, uh, these Gentiles uh, to circumcision and keeping all of these ordinances and laws of the, Gentile, uh, uh, of the Jews there. And he said, you know, if you are a Jew, and, uh, and he said, we're Jews by nature, we're not sinners of the Gentiles. And, and then he makes this statement, man is not justified by the works of the law, but by the faith of Jesus Christ. Even we have believed in Jesus Christ that we might be justified by the faith of Christ. That is what saves us. And so, and it's not by works of the law, for by the works of the law shall no flesh be justified. You are not justified, you're not saved by the works of the law. You're only saved by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Boy, and I'm telling you what. When people can get carried away with uh, those things that, that uh, are contrary to the Scripture. And, and so here, and he said, uh, uh, But while we seek to be justified by Christ, we ourselves also are found sinners. Is therefore Christ the minister of sin? God forbid. And he said, If I build again the things which I destroyed, I make myself a transgressor. For I through the law am dead to the law, that I might live unto God. I am crucified with Christ. Christ liveth in me, and the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Can you say amen? That is the gospel. Amen. I through the law. No, no, no. It's not through the law. No, I am crucified with Christ. That is it. Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. We understand tonight that Jesus Christ gave himself for us. Amen. I do not frustrate the grace of God. For if righteousness come by the law, then Christ is dead in vain. But righteousness does not come of the law, and Christ didn't die in vain. Amen. And I'm not going to act like a Jew and enjoin the observance of the law on the Gentiles. Amen. Which, and, 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 you know, you can't, you cannot, amen, we cannot go back and live under the law. Amen. we got to live under the, the faith that is in Jesus Christ. Amen. And, and so Paul was upset here with Peter. And he said, now, Peter, you know better than that. Why? How in the world does Peter know better than that? Well, and, and we look in the 10th chapter of Acts. Cornelius was a centurion of the Italian band. You remember that? He was a devout man. He feared God. And he gave alms. He prayed. And, uh, you know, and he saw in a vision uh, one day there. And, uh, and, uh, and he said, God spoke to him. 
in a vision and said, your prayers and your alms have come up as a memorial for me. And he said, send people and go to Joppa and, and find our a man Simon whose surname is Peter. And uh, he lodgeth with Simon and Tanner. He meant, Michelle, are you listening to me here? Here, listen what he said. And he said, go to Joppa. There's a guy named Simon Peter there. He's, live, he's staying at the house of Simon the Tanner. It's there by the seashore. And, uh, and uh, he shall tell you what you ought to do. God knows everything about you. He, and he, so here without him telling anything, go find Simon Peter. He's in, uh, there at Caesarea, but Simon the Tanner's house by the sea, go to him. And so they went, and while he, he went up, up on the rooftop to pray, and there uh, he fell, and he got hungry, and they asked him to fix him something to eat, and while he was waiting, he fell into a trance, and he saw a sheet, four corners being let down to him, and the voice spoke and said, Arise, slay, and eat. And he said, not so, Lord. There was all kinds of unclean creatures, common and unclean. And he said, I'm not going to eat that. I've never eaten anything common or unclean. And this vision happened three times. Amen. But you know what the Lord said? What I have cleansed, don't you call common or unclean. Somebody said, oh, so-and-so can't be saved. Why can't so-and-so be saved? If the blood of Jesus Christ, if he asked Jesus to forgive his sin, he can be saved. Oh, you got to do this, 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 and this in order to be saved. Show me in the scripture. The scripture says here, amen, you are to give them and let them, these common and unclean Gentiles, they are to receive this good old gospel. Are you listening to me? And so, this happened three times. And while he, he, was, he come out of the vision, and he looked around, and he said, he was thinking about it, and he heard somebody knocking on the door. And so, and the, the Lord spoke to him and said, go, those men are here to go. You go with them. Don't you doubt anything. Go with them. And so, they spent the night there. At Simon the Tanner's house, they got up the next morning. There were other Jews went with them, and they went to Cornelius's house. And uh, and you know what he did? Amen. He said in verse thirty four of, of uh, uh, the scripture there in Acts chapter ten. What did he say? Peter said, "I know it's a truth. I perceive that God is no respecter of persons." And he said. And he said, I, I, I know that Jews are not even supposed to keep company. Verse 28, it is unlawful thing for a man that is a Jew to keep company with you. Amen. But he said, God showed me that I should not call any man common or unclean. Are you listening to me? Amen. You know, back in under slavery... Back under slavery, black people were only counted as three-fifths of a person. Some people didn't believe they had a soul. On back in the early days, some people didn't believe the Indians had a soul. But I want to tell you what, every living human being has a soul. And Jesus Christ died for every human being to be saved. Black, yellow, red, 
white, blue, purple. It doesn't matter. Jesus Christ died for them all. Amen? Oh, yes. Jesus Christ died so every man could be saved. And he said, I know that God is no respecter of a person. And he said, uh, you know the Jews in Jerusalem, they slew Jesus. They hung him on a tree. But God raised him up the third day. And when he got through talking to them, the Bible tells us in Acts chapter 10, verse 44, While Peter yet spake, the Holy Ghost fell on them, which heard the word. Amen. Oh my, are y'all listening here? This is the door that opened the door. Every one of you were Gentile dogs. Everyone, including me, were all Gentile dogs under the law. But under grace, I am a child of God. I'm a son of God. You're a child of God. Because Jesus Christ died that all men might be saved. Man, and so here, he, he, Paul was upset with Peter. And he said, he's trying to force people to go back under the law. After God showed him by vision, don't you call anything common or unclean that I have cleansed. And so, you know, the Pope, you know, Peter was the first Pope. And so how can the Pope who is sinless make a mistake but here he did no Peter was not the first pope they say he was but I want but on him saying here apostle Paul corrected him and met with him and he said you know better than this and you got Barnabas doing this crazy stuff and you are causing dissimulation in the church what is dissimulation amen it's hypocrisy Amen. It's a charade, a camouflage, a cloak, a pretext, a semblance, a veneer, guile, mask, conspiracy, complicity, fraud, deception, trickery, duplicity, and dishonesty. You are doing wrong, Peter. And we cannot allow these Gentiles to be forced back under the law. I'm preaching tonight. Amen. I'm preaching tonight the best I can. Amen. I'm making myself a transgressor. And Peter was making himself a transgressor after God had specifically spoken to him by the Holy Ghost through a vision. And here, oh, I love it. While Peter yet spake, the Holy Ghost fell on these Gentiles. And the Bible said in verse 45, the circumcision, they were astonished. These Gentiles, the Holy Ghost has poured out, the gift of the Holy Ghost has poured out on them. And Peter asked the question, can any man forbid water that these should not be baptized which have received the Holy Ghost as well as we? Hallelujah. I want you to know if you're washed in the blood of Jesus Christ, you are a candidate to receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And you need it. It's for you. It's a gift that is for you and yours as many as the Lord our God shall call. Amen. The Bible said in 1 Samuel, the 13th chapter, Saul reigned one year. He reigned two years. And he got into it with the Philistines. And, they, and I'm telling you what, the Philistines came with 30,000 chariots, 6,000 horsemen. 
And people, the Bible said, as the sand which was on the seashore for multitude. And they were scared. Amen. Can you imagine? Amen. Can I put it in modern day terms? There's, if, you're, if you're getting ready, if you have upset the enemy, and there are 30,000 tanks surrounding you, and 6,000 horsemen, and an army, so many that you can't count them, and so they were there, and they were waiting on the man of God to come. And the people were hiding in caves and thickets, some of them that escaped and gone to Gad and Gilead. And the Bible said, as for Saul, he was yet in Gilgal, and all the people followed him trembling. And he waited seven days, according to the set time that Samuel had appointed. But Samuel came not to Gilgal, and the people were scattered from him. He's getting impatient. He said, we're going to meet here, and here the seven days is up, and he's not here. You ever been upset when things didn't work out like you wanted them to? This, it's time for this to happen. And Saul said, bring hither a burnt offering to me and peace offerings. And he offered the burnt offering. And I'm tired of waiting on God. I'll take matters into my own hands. Watch out. You're going to get in trouble. You know what you do? You make yourself a transgressor. Are you listening to me? When you take matters into your own hands, I'm tired of waiting on God. God said to wait seven days, and I waited seven days, and he still not showed up. I'm going to do something. Are you listening? I'm going to do something. Somebody said, do something. Somebody said, wildfire is better than no fire. Wildfire burns your house down. You better wait on God. You better wait on the Lord. You better wait on the Holy Ghost. You don't build a bonfire in your living room floor. That's wildfire. You have it in the furnace or you have a heat pump and flip the switch. I mean, but you don't allow wildfire. You must wait on God. I'm talking to you. I know I'm talking to you. And so here, amen, he said, I'm going to take matters into my own hands. Amen. He said, bring me the burnt offering. Bring me the peace offerings. He offered the burnt offering. I'm tired of waiting on God. I'm going to do this. And the Bible said as soon as he had made an end of offering the burnt offering, Samuel came. And Saul went out to meet him and wanted to salute him and hug him. And he said, what have you done? Oh, boy. What have you done? What have you done, Saul? And he said, well, the people were scattered from me. And you said you'd be here in seven days and you didn't come. And the Philistines are gathered there at Micmash. He's got three good reasons why he's done this. But I want you to know, he way overstepped his bounds by entering into God's special sacred realm. And you make yourself a transgressor when you enter into God's sacred special realm on your own. You can only come when the Spirit bids you to come into His presence. Are you listening? I'm talking about making myself a transgressor. Here, 
Manasseh made himself a transgressor by building those things that his father had destroyed. I get so disappointed with so many of our people, the young generation. They don't understand what true holiness is and what our fathers and mothers suffered to bring this church and this people to where we are now. And I'm not about to change and give down. Are you hearing me? I'm not ready to follow this world. I am not going to make myself a transgressor and build the things that our fathers destroyed. Are you listening? We are not going to go after this world. And so here Manasseh made himself a transgressor. Peter made himself a transgressor. He's trying to force people and go right back under the law. And then he's got poor little old Barnabas. Paul and Barnabas, missionary friends. I mean, here's this best preaching pal. And he's got Barnabas going after this crazy stuff. And he said, you know better. God showed you a vision. And the Gentiles received the salvation and the Holy Ghost as well as us. The gospel is open to every man. Aren't you glad of it tonight? Can you say the gospel is open unto every man? The gospel is available to every person. And we're not going to make ourselves a transgressor. And so Saul, amen, you didn't come. You didn't come when you were supposed to. In verse 12, and he said, I, the Philistines will come down upon me to Gilgal. And I've not made supplication unto the Lord. And you know what he makes a statement here? He makes this four-word statement. I force myself therefore. What did he do? Did he grab himself by the collar and push himself? No. It was self-will that did it. You've got to wait on God. You've got to wait for the voice of God to speak to you. And not until God speaks can we move. Who said that's right? Thank you. Somebody else? Can I pull out a dollar bill? Can somebody else say that's right? We've got to wait on God. We've got to let God direct our paths. We've got to let Him do it. And you know what God said through Samuel? You have done foolishly. And when you do foolishly, you make yourself a transgressor. And you know what? God said, thy kingdom shall not continue. And you know the downward spiral that Saul went into. He made himself a transgressor. Therefore, the Bible tells us in Romans, the third chapter, verse 20. Therefore, by the deeds of the law... There shall no flesh be justified in his sight. For by the law is the knowledge of sin. The knowledge of sin comes by the law. The, we know that the law is our schoolmaster. But the Bible said in Romans 3 and 23, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. That is how we're saved, folks. Are we hearing me? 
Romans 3 and 24, we are justified freely by His grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God has set forth to be a propitiation through faith in His blood to declare His righteousness for the remission of sins that are passed through the forbearance of God. Thanks to be to God. God looked beyond my fault and saw my need. That's the forbearance of God. That is grace. That is forbearance, that's grace, that's mercy. And God saw what I need. And he's given me salvation. He has given propitiation through faith in his blood. Oh, we have remission of sins that are passed through his grace and mercy. Hallelujah. I'm enjoying this. I don't know about y'all. But I, I don't want to be a transgressor. Making myself a transgressor. I don't want to do that. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Hallelujah. And be not conformed to this world. I'm not going to conform to this world. But you be you transformed by the renewal of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. For I say through grace given unto me to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly according as God hath dealt to every man the measure of faith. For as we have, have many members in one body, and all members have not the same office. So we being many are one body in Christ, and every one members one of another. Having then gifts different according to the grace that is given to us, whether prophecy, let us prophesy according to the proportion of faith. Or ministry, let us wait on ministry. Or he that teacheth on teaching. Or he that exhorteth on exhortation. He that giveth, let him do it with simplicity. He that ruleth with diligence. He that showeth mercy with cheerfulness. Love, let love be without what? Dissimulation. Don't be a hypocrite. Really love one another. Don't say, Brother Philip, I love you, and then do everything you can to hurt me. That's dissimulation. That's a facade. That's a farce. That's a fake. Let love be without dissimulation. Abhor that which is evil. Cleave to that which is good. Be kind and affectionate one to another with brother love and honor, preferring one another. We can have church if we will love one another and prefer one another. But you understand. It's me, mine, I'm most important. And what I think, what I want has to be done. That is not according to the gospel. Be kindly affectioned one to another with brotherly love and honor preferring one another. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Stand with me, please. Y'all come to the music. Making yourself a transgressor. If you Saul became a transgressor because he was self-willed. He would not wait on God. Hello. He was self-willed. He would not wait on God. Peter became a transgressor because he was trying to please the Jews and force the Gentiles to go back under the law and keep the precepts of the law. And the law brings salvation to no one. 
but the blood of Jesus Christ brings salvation to everyone. Hallelujah. My Lord. And Manasseh is in a category all to himself. He tore down everything that his father had built. And he brought such idolatry and wickedness and evil that God judged the country because of all the evil. Twelve years old when he began to reign. And he reigned 55 years. Amen. I'd hate to think I'm a year older than he was when he died. I'd hate to think that I'd spend 55 years tearing down the gospel message that my father, Brother Wilson, Brother Tavillian, had preached to us. Are you listening to me? I'd hate to think that after all the sacrifice and labor, Brother Ralph, Dad, Brother Wilson, that we would come along and say, we don't need this stuff and we don't want to tear it all down. Amen. Oh, God. You know what I do when I do that? I make myself a transgressor. Have mercy. Come on, folks. Come on around these altars and let's seek the face of the Lord. Amen. Who's that again? Remember her granddaughter.